Shalom to everyone. I would like to share with you a deep idea about the whole concept and what the Tisha B'Av represents. Question number one is, how are we expected to connect to the fact that we're commemorating and mourning over the destruction of the Temple? Chuban Beis HaMikdash. It's very difficult because from a certain perspective, it's not like we miss the slaughtering of the animals and sprinkling the blood on the altar, on the Mizbeach. So how are we supposed to relate to it? Question number two. I don't know if some of you are aware of this concept. The people on Tisha B'Av tend to read stories or some watch movies about very sad things that happened to the Jewish people over in the past history. And the question is, does that have anything to do with Tisha B'Av? Because Tisha B'Av really is a day to commemorate the destruction of the Temple. Chuban so, so what's the Shaykhs? What's the Kesher? That suddenly we just use this day to mourn over all kinds of sad things that happened to Am Yisrael, to the Jewish people in the past. And in fact, it seems like there is an idea to do such a thing. Why? Because the the kinas, the kinot that we say on Tisha B'Av, after we read Eicha, until Chatzois, until the middle of the day, you'll see that they're not only discussing the period of time of the destru- destruction of the Temple. There are also kinas over there about the Crusades and many other different time periods in Jewish history. So I'll try to answer all these questions through a parable. Once upon a time, a mashal, that once upon a time, there was a kid that unfortunately didn't have the best relationship with his parents. And as he grew older, around the age of 18, he got into another fight with his parents, and that's it. He made a conscious decision to leave the house. So he leaves the house, and unfortunately things went downhill from there. He ended up having friends which weren't the best of people. He got into all kinds of issues, drugs, etc., and eventually shortly after that, found himself in jail. And when he was in jail, he had time to think about what happened, and he realizes that although at the time he made the decision to leave his parents' house, it didn't seem like the biggest of deal, but now, in retrospect, he realizes the ripple effect that it caused. Meaning, if he had not left his parents' house, he wouldn't have found himself with these types of friends, and he wouldn't have found himself in jail. The same thing we can say about Beis HaMikdash. Beis HaMikdash represented that divine presence. The Shekhinah was evident that was around us all the time. To a certain extent, it was tangible divine presence. We know that when Beis HaMikdash, that was the way that we connected in the highest of levels to HaKadosh Baruch was in us. In a way, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's home. We know that all the tefillahs go through the Kodesh HaKadoshim. And it was the place that spirituality spread over the world. When the Beis HaMikdash was up, all the Goyim wanted to be like us. They all wanted to sacrifice to HaKadosh Baruch Hu Kobanus as well. Of course, the Shekhinah is still around. But it's been damaged because we don't have the house through which we connect to Hashem was the center of all spirituality. As a marshal, we can say that a person's heart is the pump that gets the blood 
to all parts of the body and through that pump we are able to live. So too Besa Mikdash. Besa Mikdash is the pump of spirituality that spreads throughout the world. Times were totally different when we had Besa Mikdash. And yes, indeed it is related. The fact that the Jewish people have been going through a lot of sad periods of times in history. If we had the Besa Mikdash, then things would have looked differently. So it is connected. On this day we could connect to Tisha B'Av. Why? Because it's not just a matter of sticks and stones that don't exist. But it represents a high level of connection that we had with HaKadosh Bohu that we're trying to work back to get it again. Of course, the reason Besam Mikdash was destroyed, that we know, Chazal teach, teach us because of we had too much hatred within each other and other reasons. But that's not the Nakuda we're trying to explain right now. We're trying to understand how we can connect to this day. And yes, it is okay to think about other things, sad things that happened in the past, because if we realize that it, it's all a ripple effect, just like the story we said about the boy that left his parents' house, everything was a ripple effect after after he left. So too here, after the base of Mikdash was gone, that allowed all kinds of sad things to happen to the Jewish people, and we're mourning that, because we want it back, we want to be connected to Hashem once again, on the highest of level, where there's a tangible Divine Presence around us. And the Shekhinah, will mamish feel the Shekhinah and grow and get closer to Hashem. We'll end up with a, a famous Chazal that teach us that Yermio uh, Hanavi, after Choban Beis HaMikdash, he was walking and bumped into one of the famous philosophers at the time. I don't remember if it was Pla- Pla- probably Plato, not Aristotle. I'm not sure. I don't remember. But... And Plato told him, What are you mourning? It was just sticks and stones. So Yermiyahu Anavi told him, Ask me any question you have in all your philosophy, any questions you don't have answered. And he asked, asked him, and he answered one by one. And Plato was amazed. And then he told him, You think it's those sticks and stones? It's only Bishchus in the merit that Pesach that we had that I got all this smartness, this Chokhmah, this wisdom. It was only through that, meaning when we were so close to Hashem, He was able to be more in tune with HaKadosh Baruch Hu and and reach that level of wisdom. And of course, that's the idea, that we're mourning that. Yeratzon, and this Tisha will be Zoyche, to get Beis HaMikdash back and reconnect to Hashem in the highest of levels. Good job, and have a meaningful Tisha B'Av.